0: hey hey welcome everybody to another brand new episode of the top 10 show i am john roca
1: i am matt nost
0: and uh how are you sir i'm good i'm in the i'm in the festive season we're a few days away from christmas i'm excited uh and i'm excited to count down this topic as well um and uh you know life is life i mean we're we're stuck in here, Matt. There's uh, really no place to go. I know you're going to see your family. Uh, we're, we're stuck here. I think uh, Lindley's sister is coming to hang out with us. That's pretty much the extent I mean, of things on my end.
1: My sister lives in San Diego, so she's coming up here. And my parents, my parents are really the only ones coming in. Right. Uh, they're driving in from Colorado. So we're all, we just rented a house. We're just going to hang out for a couple of days. You know, for a <laughs> Four 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 and a half days, something like that together. Oh, cool.
0: Fireplace the whole nine.
1: I have no idea if it has a fireplace. <laughs> Did it was, you rent it house? it's got a nice view. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's one of those Airbnb ones. So they, they upsell it. There's a vineyard on the thing, but Oh, nice. You can go and and see from Google images. And it's like, Oh, it's a portion of, it's a picturesque yard, but it's like, Oh, oh. it's a portion of this type of nice. thing. Nice. Um, yeah, but I don't even know. I, I don't think it's that big. I think they just have enough to whatever qualifies as being able to call it a vineyard. You know what I mean? They have right. exact square footage. <laughs> whatever it is. All oh, you need a defined space of, you know, 10 meters by 15 meters. Right. Or yeah. whatever the case is. it be like, okay, yeah, not, not a problem. <laughs> it didn't look big enough. I was thinking, I was like, oh, when they sent me the description to it, and then I went and looked at it. It's nice. I am not taking it away, but I was like, I think vineyard's stretching it. A bit, familiar, guys. <laughs> you, you got like five rows of vines that are over in the corner over there. I don't know, if vineyard. It's a nice house, though. Uh,
0: yeah. What's the definition? That's a good. Yeah, I don't know, but when I saw that, a vineyard. It's, mm,
1: is that? Is it? How many bottles are we producing here a year?
0: <laughs> can can you that. fill a case? Can you fill a case? I don't know if you can. <laughs> oh. <laughs> it just says, according to Merriam-Webster's dictionary, it says a planting of grape vines. That's yeah. it. So I guess technically a vineyard, but there must be something—it's it's got, got to create industry right, standard.
1: And I'm sure that's been legislated out. Like you can't call yourself that unless it's like you know for for any kind of business. Yeah, yeah. It's just like champagne can only be called champagne if it's made in the region. So
0: right, right. Good point. Does the uh, does the um, does it produce uh, bottles at all? Does it produce wine at all? That that house? Yeah. No fucking idea. Oh, so I, it seems weird to call it a vineyard if you're not really making wine, it doesn't it? Or is uh, am I being? I don't know what the
1: definition acres? is. Oh, all right,
0: all right. Uh, uh, let's see. There's a question here: How many acres is a small winery, and how many acres is a large winery? Interesting. Uh, no real answer. No real answer. Exactly. <laughs> so I guess you're right. There's really no Nebulously way. Nebulously to... defined. <laughs> oh, here we go. A vi- this is from Dr. Vinny. So it sounds very credible mm-hmm. uh, on Winespectator.com. Says a, vi- a vineyard can vary from just a few rows to the largest vineyard that I know of in Italy's Caviro, which is 76,000 acres of vineyards. Holy shit. Wow. Seventy-six thousand acres of vineyards. God damn,
1: that doesn't even make
0: sense. I don't even know how, how big is that. For God's sakes. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Micro vineyard. That's what they call these things. A micro vineyard. All right. Well, there
1: on the on the uh, the the upsell. They didn't. They omitted the word micro. <laughs> is my guess. So whatever. It's a nice place, and <laughs> it's not that answer. expensive because this year, yeah. You know, who's using it? Mm. Uh, but yeah, we're hanging out for a It'll be, it'll be nice, but basically we're just going to a different part of LA. Mm.
0: Anyway. Oh, so not deep into like the, are you going to be, so not where the snow is, you're not gonna be skiing or anything? No, like?
1: no, no, no. Okay, we okay. just, we're hanging out here. My sister's driving up with her family. My parents are driving in and then we're just going to hang out for like four or five days or oh, four, cool. four and a half days or whatever it is. I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah, yeah it's about all you can do. At yeah. least for us. Right. Right. Uh, but you know, whatever. Same old song and dance. I'm not going to complain about it now. It's Just that—that's life. <laughs> that's life. It's what the people say. Thank you.
0: Yeah, it's very, it's very well done. Uh, oh, you
1: want to, you want to hear a good one? Oh, I, Um, I don't know if you remember. For a short while, I, I drove a truck. We have a like a backup truck that we I used to use all the time for woodworking mm. and stuff like that, and going to pick okay. up supplies. But it's this. At this point, it's 16 years old, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it gets driven like 300 miles a year. Wow. four hundred. Okay. Yeah, it only gets now at this point, like I had to run and go pick up uh, a new fridge and load it onto that and brought it back here. So the insurance is next to nothing. It's worth next to nothing, but it's perfect for those. It costs us, you know, we'll go hold on to it and then we'll get rid of it eventually type of thing. Yeah. But it got towed because o- ordinance in Los Angeles is no car can sit in the same spot for 72 hours. What? Exactly. I've never seen that on any sign and there's a lot. to yeah. A lawsuit against it. They don't, it's more one of those of, Hey, move your fucking car. <laughs> like it, the 72 hours is like a gentleman's. I think the the regular protocol is they have to put a ticket on your car and then they come back and check. And if yeah. the car hasn't been moved at that point, then they, but it's in the middle of a pandemic when they're asking us not to go anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. True. And I, I parked it on a street that does not have street street sweeping. I didn't know about this seventy-two hour thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I woke up to that. Wow. After having a late night and then going, oh my god, we need to get that old truck that isn't yeah. worth shit. We we paid more, more than likely than what it's worth to get it out because. Oh, yeah. It would have cost us more in the long run. You can sign it over to them, but then you have to pay a percentage of the fees.
0: Right. And right. So it doesn't. So you, you're you're fucked either way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And then we have to contact the DMV. Well, guess what? I can't imagine contacting the DMV is any fun right now. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not going to get that in the requisite amount of time to get it back in 30 days anyway. Right. So it was like right. this whole like, oh, mother.
0: That's a pretty penny too. I bet. Jesus. Oh, uh, yeah. It was not cheap. No, it was got, not cheap. I got towed once in West Hollywood. Oh, man. It was like $400 to get the car out. And I was there an hour later. Like I literally was just at a friend's house in West Highland. I think this is when Mike first moved, and I parked there, mm-hmm. and they towed it. And I came out. I'm like, "Where the fuck's my car?" I was, the whole I'm freaking out, thinking they stole it. And then okay. you see the sign there, uh, and so you call, and they go, "Yeah, it's here." I was like, "Okay, I can be there within the hour." And like, "You can come here tomorrow morning. It doesn't matter. We charge you automatically 24 hours." I'm like, "But I can be there." In an hour, oh. and they're like, "No, doesn't matter. It's 24 hours. So if you want, go home, rest, come back, and get it in the morning." And I was like, "No, nah, fuck you. I'm coming. I'm gonna like, get my goddamn car." So I went, and got it, but I was super pissed. I had to pay that 24 hour fee. Oh, you know,
1: I I've only had my car ever towed once. So I move yeah. the truck all the time for street sweeping and just move right. across the street. That's most of its mileage in any given month. <laughs> is the hundred feet, and then I just flip it around and put it on the other side and let it sit until I need to move it. It stays over the seventy-two hours. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah, but I just put it one street over, and I got stopped uh, by three different people during the process. Going, man, it, a neighbor called that in. Just so you know, unofficially. Oh. Yeah, it just—it's the a only logical move, outcome because the pol- the city's not dealing with it right now.
0: Right, right. What a dick move, man. Do you think that person was like, I don't want to see that? Yeah, see that or they truck. thought
1: it was abandoned. Oh Jesus! So then they send a cop, and then the cop waits a couple of days, and then comes back, and they didn't give me a ticket for that. But what you had happen? is the only time I've ever been towed. Santa Monica Super Bowl, eleven years ago, something like that. Oh, I parked in my front, the front, uh, probably eight inches of my car, six to eight inches, were in red. Yep, on the Super Bowl, and I walk out the six to eight inches. I'm not even fucking kidding. I called them. They're like, we close in 20 minutes. And I was like, I can get there. And I got there and they closed and they're like, we're not releasing your car. And I'm like,
0: Oh, Oh.
1: fuck you. So I had to come back. I lived where I do now the same area. Oh, shit. So I was like, well, I have to get home and then come back here tomorrow. So I did. I had to have a friend take me home and then a friend come up, pick me up. (laughs) pay the fee the overnight the what this was the worst they pull my car around there's a ticket from the city underneath the windshield wiper fuck you all fuck you all (laughs) and i had to pay the fucking ticket of course It was was like 450 to get it out for being in overnight and then another like 72 for the city just as a double fuck you yeah oh (laughs) this one i can understand it's been sitting there for two and a half weeks i haven't moved it for a while uh the truck but at the same time it's like we're uh, told not to drive anywhere right now that's why i'm not moving it's yeah. like fuck it it's on a street that doesn't sweep yeah uh yeah but that one was this one i was fine with of like I, it was there for a while you're
0: yeah it's <laughs> that ticket is like someone taking a shit on you and just oh. the 72 dollars is someone like pissing on your face at the end of it it's yeah like, i can't even imagine fuck.
1: what the charge is now i didn't get a ticket for this. oh before. yeah they just Ooh, towed I- it
0: I've heard I've heard uh like now it's almost $600 overnight to so like it's mind blowing and they know the people they're towing like it has this is the thing that frustrates me about these cities is that they enact these kinds of things that are not um considerate or reflective of the cars that they're to- like if you're towing someone's car it should be relative to what their income is what you charge them Right. And so to me, that's what frustrates me on so many levels. Uh, Yeah. You could say that for any fine levy. Yeah. Fine. Any fine. I agree. It should be, I think it should be, but something like towing is so beyond a parking ticket, you know, it's so much more than a parking Uh, ticket.
1: Yeah. But it's such a scam in so many different cities that I've seen to catch a predator, but it was tow companies. Yeah. And they're like, some guy walks out and be like, excuse me, sir, what legal right do you think you have to move this car right now? And like, there's a camper crew and the guy's like, huh? (laughs) <laughs> so, no, nobody likes these tow crews no i've seen local news stories i've searched it out on youtube and i was like i wonder how many of this, these there
0: are these uh, people and they do mad business man because they're like they hire these guys to drive around their tow trucks like all over the city looking for violations yeah. then they call in the violations and they stay there until the the cop shows up or the the uh, traffic whoever it is shows up, and then they just tow it. And it's just incredible, man. Now,
1: imagine yourself as a, a lifer. just that's the business you got into, and you enjoyed it. Yeah. How many times do you think you get a gun pulled on you?
0: Oh yeah. Well, I think I think it depends on the area.
1: Yeah. Well, but I'm thinking, well,
0: that's part of the job.
1: Which I am talking about this is where I live.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you I were a lifer, I could see it there where you live. Yeah. I could see it. <laughs> Certainly a knife or a gun, some sort of weapon. Uh, Certainly fisticuffs fisticuffs could ensue. Fights. That's why most of these these guys, at least in the big cities, most of these tow truck guys, they're not small people, man. They're big dudes. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think that's for a reason, you know, Uh, because they get into it. I mean, I've seen a gamut of. Yeah. Oh, I've only ever seen big dudes, man. Like, I don't mean and I don't mean like. The Rock, I mean, like just like hefty dudes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, any lifer, it's a lifestyle, man. Yeah, it is, right? Right. Like being a, a bail
1: bondsman or a bounty hunter, or <laughs> no, so that's all. That's a weird lifestyle.
0: You're dealing with the like the worst of the worst sometimes, Non-stop. Sure. Yeah, nonstop. You know, not always, obviously, but sometimes you are, man. It's like, no thanks. It's kind of, it can take a toll on you. You have to have a certain mentality to be able to navigate all that shit, too.
1: Oh, uh, well, Merry Christmas, everybody.
0: Yeah, I hope you don't get towed. I hope we'll you don't get, get towed. Hard. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, winter stuff going on on the East Coast? Holy shit, man. Uh, no, not
1: specifically. Oh. I've been slammed oh, yeah. for three days, four days straight.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a, so much snow going on over there on the East Coast. It's crazy. How much? Uh, I think it's uh, two feet up to two feet now. Let me see. I mean, for the East Coast, you know. Just today? Yeah, it started. Okay. Oh, it started yesterday, actually. Okay, carried over into this weekend.
1: No, yesterday uh, I had a very long day into today. Now having to get up and deal with that, yeah, it's like another long day on top of. I haven't seen what the weather's like on the East Coast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like to have that problem. I will soon enough. A couple days, <laughs> it's fine. It'll go back to normal.
0: Six to twelve inches of snow. That's what's going on. That's a decent amount. Yep. For the East Coast, that is a decent amount. Well,
1: and to get in 36 hours to 48 hours.
0: Yep. Yep. Apparently, already there are three deaths from car crashes. Yeah, 50, unsurprising. 50,000 power outages across Virginia, New York, and Pennsylvania uh, midday Thursday. Wow. Um, yeah. I mean, people try to drive in this shit, which, which is, I'm like, of all the times. A pandemic and a snowstorm. Maybe don't go out in the car unless it's super, super fucking serious. Or maybe you believe the news and go like, okay, I can't leave the house. I should go now and get my food and supplies and everything I need before the snow comes. Yeah,
1: you know, you know, damned well, though, had that happen out here and it was yesterday oh, and today yeah. for me. And the day before, it's like I would have to find time to go and do it. So it's a matter yeah. of when can I do it?
0: Oh, good point. Like if you get slammed. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I can't right now work around the weather schedule. I've got my own. So this is going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. So there's there's bound to be people out. I'm guessing since it, there's so many power outages and stuff, it was a heavy, wet snow. You know, yeah. like that extra heft.
0: Yeah. Carry that weight to it. Yeah. yeah. Woof, man. I, I miss the snow for the fun and uniqueness of it all, but I wouldn't want to constantly be dealing with it at this age.
1: No, I agree. I've lived out here long enough. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, I I have zero problem with the snow until it turns to gross. Oh, yeah, right. You know, was, and the yeah, yeah the yeah. areas that cars nope. have been driving past yeah. and just yeah. slush on top of it in terms of this this gray and then this black and yep. just this just dirty pile of you know smoggy exhausty gooness <laughs> like ah, oh, that's that sucks that sucks we need to get rid of that
0: uh, that's a no-go
1: that's yeah but i'm not saying that it lasts like that for long but that's the parts where i hate where you're driving through the old and it's just everything's dead oh yeah yeah and there's not fresh snow which keeps it at least interesting
0: yeah agreed agreed Oof, yeah, but anyway, yeah. Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Hope you're enjoying
1: your white Christmas. If it stayed white out yeah,
0: there, true, true. I
1: will miss that this year.
0: Yeah. Um, we, we decided, uh, I think we, today's uh, topic is a patron topic. I think mm-hmm. is that right? Um, is that we're it? doing twenty first. So the Christmas movies, the top ten Christmas movies of the twenty first century. Who is the patron who is responsible for us choosing this uh, particular uh, topic, Matt?
1: Uh, it is a uh, participant in a future golden ticket episode, Ooh. Mr. David Mitchell Baker.
0: Oh, DMB. Nice. Uh, so, nice. Uh,
1: and it is, you know, Christmas movies of the 21st century.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, a British, uh, British gentleman, if I'm not incorrect. Uh, you are correct, sir. Yeah. You are correct. British. British. Um, yeah, so we're counting them down. You know, every year we do a Christmas movies countdown, and it depends on what the topic is, what the subject is, and this one seemed like a good one because it was hyper specific to the 21st century. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there have been some good ones that dropped recently um, on Netflix and uh, on Apple TV Plus and what have you. There was um, a no, uh, was it Jingle Jangle? Apparently, it was a really good one. I, I haven't seen it, that one yet. I saw Happiest Season, um, and uh, Klaus is on Netflix. And Noel is on Disney Plus. So there are a number of newer ones that have dropped over the last couple of years or three years that are fun to explore.
1: Bonkers number of basically lifetime formula across streaming platforms. Oh, Oh, yeah. It's a Mad Libs pick a swear to god i've seen a california christmas and then sure. i've seen a, a this christmas for various different regions or right. types of like you know groups so to speak yeah uh and then it's all these star- there's so many it's like a generic cookie cutter factory i had no idea, idea it existed until to this level till this year
0: yeah yeah
1: where if you want to you can scroll through those and there's 40 choices on amazon prime 50 choices and i'm a, i don't believe i'm kidding I no, it's like 40 no. 50 choices
0: <clears throat> yeah, it, it, it's so. And Ham, Hallmark has so many of them Matt, that they have an app on the Roku or whatever streaming yeah. device you have, where Not you can surprising just click on that app, sign up for the Hallmark Christmas thing, and you get access to all the movies. So you could have them on, uh, you know, on a loop all day if you wanted to.
1: Oh, Man, and then what? After thirty days, you kill someone? I, I would imagine <laughs> that kind of. Monotonous programming, anything doesn't matter what it is, it's just 24 hours.
0: Like, all right, this is gonna drive me crazy after a while. Yeah, yeah, it's madness, absolute madness. Um, but if you're into the app, if you're into it, yeah, like, yeah, have fun with it. I had an ex girlfriend years ago, she was into all the Hallmark Christmas movies, so we would sit and watch them on Christmas certain days before leading up to Christmas and on Christmas Day. Man, those movies can. I'm not saying they're terrible, right? But I'm just going to say, like, you've got to have a certain mentality to enjoy those movies, a certain point of view to enjoy those movies. Sure. Um, and I've tried. Like, I've tried. Even recently, I've tried to watch some of them. And you just get those, 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 those scenes where you're just like, yeah, ooh, okay, you know. You know, no, no judgment. If I have a friend who directed one last year, sure, they got a lot of uh, publicity. And shout out to her; she's doing it. She's doing a New Year's Eve one that drops uh, in January, which is great. You know, because if you can get in, make that money. You know, just not necessarily the thing for me personally.
1: Exactly, but it you know, it takes all kinds.
0: Yeah,
1: and you're appealing to all kinds now with everything streaming. That if you're good enough, you can find a group out there that are fans and love your work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyway, yeah, so we're going to do a countdown the top 10 uh, Christmas movies of the 21st century. Uh, Matt, do we want to tell them how the show works?
1: Once we set a topic, or DMB set a topic for us, <laughs> we went our individual ways and created personal top 10 lists, show back up here. I do my bottom three, he does his bottom three. I do my next two, he does his next two. Then we trade one a piece. Once we have revealed our personal top 10 lists, we create the shows between the two of us. Boom. Uh, I don't know that I've seen... A lot of Christmas movies of the 21st century.
0: Oh wow! Okay,
1: because I think because it's such a yearly thing, right? I have the movies that I tend to watch at Christmas. There's a lot of them, though. Yeah, there are. So if you want to crack that rotation, it's kind of difficult because I don't put on Christmas movies, you know, every night. Right. Uh, this year's probably the least amount I've watched in a long time, and I've only seen like two, three.
0: Oh wow! Okay. Right.
1: Uh, yeah, just. We both, I don't know, it doesn't feel like Christmas, but it does. Like we right. did more at the house, but it's not quite the, it doesn't feel the same this year. So maybe that's what it is, just the general vibe of it. Okay. Uh. But yeah, over the past, like you got to be good to crack the rotation. So I've seen some once or, uh, yeah, I don't know, but I was surprised when going through it. It was kind of a tough list for me, even though there's tons of choices.
0: Yeah. Okay. Uh.
1: All right. So I'll just jump right in then. Yeah, it, it. Yeah. And I've got the Christmas Chronicles.
0: Oh yeah, the Kurt Russell one. The yeah. Kurt Russell, yeah,
1: it was fun. This, this, this is the problem with I haven't seen a lot because yeah. I remember like it ends, and I was like, "Oh, that's interesting." And the fact that they were doing a follow up makes sense. You know, it's a cheap little franchise for you potentially mm-hmm. at Christmas, mm-hmm. and now with everything as a streaming option, it's perfect. Yeah. Uh, I still haven't seen the second one yet because it came out this year, and really haven't watched anything Christmas this time right, around. Right,
0: right, right. Have you seen it? No, I have not seen the second one. I saw the first one. I liked it. I thought it was good. Yeah, certainly enjoyed Kurt Russell for what it was. And I mean, Kurt Russell is Santa Claus. I mean, that just is that tells you the an in, the incredible staying power of certain actors in this business. That you can go from like you know the thing and Snake, snake uh, Pilskin, yeah, Snake Pilskin from Escape from New York all the way to freaking Santa Claus, Santa Claus. You know, he's, I mean, Travolta is Santa Claus in that new Capital One commercial with Sam Jackson. And that's like, wow.
1: I know. That one's so strange. <laughs> right? So, so I'm used to Sam Jackson being in commercials because he yeah. does so many fucking commercials. And that's fine. There's, Dude, get paid. I don't care. Of course. Yeah. Dude, do whatever you got to do. And no way do I think that impugns your artistic ability when you come out for these other things. So it's fine. Right. Make that money. Uh, But him and Travolta. And Travolta is Santa. But then there's references to Pulp Fiction. Yeah. All throughout. So, it doesn't it's just a hodgepodge of ideas.
0: Yeah. I was like, we'll put him in a shirt that says like uh something with cheese, and then we'll mention a milkshake and then we'll do have him do the dance. And it's like, Yeah, oh, all right. All right. Yeah. It, sure. They must be paying though, dude. I mean, they get some really oh, they gotta be. to be on. Like like fucking Taylor Swift was on one the other day, and I'm like, What? For what? Uh it was a bank commercial and he uh, the guy it's that dude that always shows up in the skinny in the skinny suit with the kind of a uh, little bit of a beard the white dude it's capital 1 it's capital 1 but it's the white guy not Sam Jackson it's a white okay. dude who comes in because uh-huh. they also have the Jennifer Gardner one that it's a separate one uh so they have like three separate campaigns that are running all the time for capital 1 but this dude is the white guy you know? yeah and he comes in and he's like talking in the bank and he goes you know selecting uh, capital 1 is as easy as and it's Taylor Swift walking into a closet which of course is full of like the same pullovers and it's like selecting a pullover and she just kind of smiles in the camera and walks away and I'm like damn you like that's bucks to have taylor swift be a part at this point that's bucks to have taylor swift be a part of your commercial so it's just shocking how the reach they have and the obviously the deep pockets they have to get yeah. these people coming or to.
1: maybe it's a case of what it's capital one's so yeah. perhaps their visa so Visa gave Taylor Swift a break on the percentage oh. that they take for transactions type That's of business, back end. And then we'll, we'll throw you some millions on top. So it yeah. looks like you got paid the millions.
0: Yeah. Like before. 0% for life. 0% APR for life.
1: Well, I'm saying like when her fans buy tickets, less of a percentage. So before maybe they took two and a half percent. Now they take 2.25. Right,
0: right, right, right. And
1: her assumption is that 0.25 over the course of the next 10, 15, 20 years, if I exclusively exclusively use visa, it's going to pay for way more than this over here. Right, right. I don't know. That's an idea. I have no idea idea. why. I don't know why you would do the commercial. I haven't seen it, but feels weird for her brand. Does she have like some sort of charitable foundation that ties in with Capital One or anything? Not
0: not that I saw, man, you know, but you know, she's also, she just turned 31. So Matt, she's in that kind of, she's 31. Yeah. The other day. So she's kind Mm -hmm. of in that like thirties place. And I don't know what her albums, I don't know how, I mean, she just dropped one the other day, but I don't know how they're doing. I mean, they're being appreciated, but I don't know what the sales are. Yeah. What I'm saying. I don't know when how
1: you she, measure that anymore.
0: Yeah. And when she ends, I think for me, when you end up on a show, like greatest American talent, whatever it is, like that's when you know your sales aren't that strong. So I, I think that is in the future for Taylor Swift at some point. Oh, you think it. so? Oh yeah. I think at some point, I mean,
1: you say America's great talent. Yeah. America's great. <laughs> you know, the great show. America's great show. America's. It was...
0: <laughs> Cause I mean, you've got, I mean, Christina's done it. Fucking Kelly Clarkson's done it, Katy Perry's done it, uh what Pharrell has done it. Sure so, the Maroon Five guy, Adam's whatever his name is, driver. I like, know Adam Seven, I don't know what his name is, but that guy, i'm um, uh I don't can't remember his name. But like there have been Levine a lot of people Levine? huh? Never mind. Is it what Levine is it? or Levine? Is it Levine? Adam? Yeah, that's it, that's it. Adam Levine. And they've they've had all those people, and of course Blake, who's been a part of it, and Gwen Stefani. I mean, look, no doubt wasn't selling records anymore, and Stefani, or they weren't making music, and yeah. Stefani wasn't really you know making them that's the thing at the end of the day. J-Lo's been on there like yeah, know, it when, makes when your sense. sales aren't there, yeah. Taylor doesn't need it. No, she doesn't. I I imagine she doesn't, but then again, I don't know what she's bought, and some people just really want to keep themselves accustomed to a certain level mm-hmm. of income, you know, like Travolta doing that Capital One commercial. It's like nobody's going to see Travolta movies anymore. So you take that situation and you okay. I mean, well, I would calendar.
1: if presented with a good Travolta movie, Can I you would name the movie. last
0: one you you've gone to. I cannot, but yeah. I have to look at his
1: his TV and uh, see what is. He's been up to these past mm, ten years.
0: I bet, I bet if Mel Gibson hadn't fucked it up, Mel Gibson could be in one of these commercials. Absolutely, if he hadn't gone, you know, off the ledge a few times.
1: Well, I, I can say with all honesty, I don't know if he should. If he should make people's list for this one, I haven't watched Fat Man yet. So
0: we haven't. Matt, we were gonna do a review. I, yeah, I have. <laughs> I saw it the other day. I did watch Tenet.
1: Ooh, but uh, it's yeah i don't cool. want to talk about it because it just yeah. came out it's
0: great to look at
1: but it's got some there's some interesting stuff in there but i, I don't know if that's one of his for me
0: watch with the subtitles that's what i would recommend people to do if you want to understand what's happening
1: oh okay
0: yeah because i i was lost in that fucking thing i uh, basically yeah. understood it but
1: okay i don't know it was all right <laughs> I, you know, I don't want to talk about it because it just came yeah, out yeah, I, I feel yeah. bad at having said even that Yeah, For anybody that wants to watch uh, Anyway, so that was my 10, my number he,
0: 9 Yeah, what's your
1: 9? My 9 is, oh my god, so did you see this commercial? Anyway <laughs> uh, yeah. A Christmas Carol The Zemeckis Jim Carrey
0: Oh, yeah, 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 okay, cool, cool, cool Well,
1: it, because it's the only of the That style that he's done That I actually yeah. They don't look dead-eyed it doesn't look as
0: like as, Polar Express. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: As strange to me. Between that and Beowulf.
0: Oh yeah, Beowulf. I forget about that. And one. then
1: I think he did it. Didn't he do a fourth one in there somewhere?
0: Well, he did Polar, right? Isn't that yeah, part yeah, of Yeah, he did polar. Record? But they look dead. Yeah. Polar, yeah. Absolutely scary. Polar's scary more than it is exciting. Yeah, I don't
1: I'm glad I wasn't a kid when that came out. <laughs> if I you know, that not does not look like fun. Anyway. Yeah, did Zemeckis do another one? That's a good question.
0: Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. I'll take a look. Uh, So I like,
1: I I always like A Christmas Carol. That's my favorite (laughs) of the Christmas stories, and I'm happy. I easily watch, there could be years where I end up watching overall Christmas Carol more than anything else because there's so many different versions Mm -hmm. that I like. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it works so well. So this is another one. If in the pantheon of all those movies it's lower on that list right right but yeah. for this one in the past 20 years i haven't seen as many it Was like you know what i did enjoy that there were some interesting choices how they represented various uh ghosts of you know mm-hmm. past present and future um so it brought new ideas and
0: characters to life yeah so i liked it for that there I, you go I, jim carrey's interesting cat i mean some of the stuff he does to push the boundaries of what he can do, you know, and the projects he takes on. Cause you look at this one that you look at Grinch with the makeup and everything, like he mm-hmm. is willing to put himself out. and he's doing all those different accents in, um, in this movie in Christmas Carol. Mm-hmm. Um, and you and Gary, I think Gary Oldman plays, uh, uh Bob yeah, Cratchit, Bob right. Right. And all that. And yeah, I mean, I like, yeah. I liked uh, it. I remember yeah. liking it.
1: Candle spirit—it's like the flame yeah. on top of the candle—and then he has to follow him around. That one's the of pass, right? uh But that was an interesting, you know, version of that. Just to see yeah. it as this basically form of energy flying around,
0: and seeing uh, those two older people like uh, throwing lots for his clothes at the end when he's in like in the course of the Christmas future. Mm-hmm. and You're just like, man, that's a fucking dark ass scene, man. So it's just like, whoa, that's where you could end up when it's all over. So yeah, I it was
1: yeah. The- the darkest is probably in Scrooged when mm. he opens up and there's all those kids reaching yeah. out, Holy which is, they've had in other versions and variations, but that one was the most horror like yeah. element of it. Yeah. It's Agreed.
0: cartoons. Oh, okay.
1: Well, good luck with that.
0: Mm. Uh, also, again, when he gets sucked into the grave and everything, it's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's a nicely done film. That's for sure. It I like it. I like and they haven't seen a lot. I'm sure you've got other movies on your list and that's fine. Maybe I would
1: still like this one better than that. I
0: don't know. I like it, though. It's a good choice. All right. Which uh, your, your eight? Eight is Claws. Uh, that's a punt. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. My 10 is uh, Four Christmases. Go for it. I can't explain it. I okay. really can't explain it. I don't know why I like it as much as I do. Maybe it's because I enjoy Vince Vaughn and Reese Witherspoon. Like Vince Vaughn appeals to my, is it left brain? And Reese appeals to my right brain. So watching them go through this fucking madness of having to go to four different Christmases. And I have a, I have a, a couple that's a friend of my, that I'm friends with. They had to do this one year, four different places for Christmas because their parents had divorced. Separate. So they had to go to mom's, the dad's, the other mom's, the other that's dad's. Tough. And I was just like, that's fucking nuts. And they did it over 10 days. So two or three days here, two or three days here, two or three days here, two or three days, and I'm gonna. This is that's that's Fuck that. I wouldn't have done it. It's just to me, it's too much wow. drama for everyone to feel happy to see you. You know, uh, but but this film. I mean, Kristen Chenoweth is very funny. The scenes that Reese gets involved in, the storyline that's happening here, because they don't want to go. They they've lied uh, that they have to work every Christmas. They get found out. I think it's a news okay. report that they get seen. That they're heading to Hawaii and they get seen, uh, and so now they have to go to all these Christmases and they have to kind of see the parents. It's Robert Duvall and Tim McGraw and Jan Favreau, John Favreau play Vince's brothers, and they kick the shit out of him the whole time he's there. Okay. So it just all feels like s- s- funny stuff, funny situations. I enjoy the acting, I enjoy the film itself, and it's got a good message at the end when they realize, you know, they should be together because um, they were like, I think they were considering. Divorcing or separating through this whole thing in the movie, okay. uh, and they together at the end, um, but not to ruin it for anybody. But
1: yeah, I like it. Christ- it's a Christmas movie. I yeah, mean, yeah. I mean,
0: it's not going to be. It's going
1: to end only one way, so you're never really spoiling it. That's true. That's it's more sort of a journey by all, uh, more often than not. Anyway, uh, yeah. yeah, I have never seen it. So, oh,
0: okay, all right, fair. Uh, then my number nine, and I, as I'm probably going to get a lot of hate for this, but my number nine is Last Christmas. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, but Which I it's the Amelia Clark one where she's an oh, elf and the I did one, not. That okay. was good. Yeah, I, I think it's good, but I'm alone, man. I'm, okay. I'm completely alone. People like like Christian Harloff hated it, a bunch of people hated it, but there are some people who liked it. And when I reviewed it positively, I got some nice comments from people going, I've been afraid to say I liked it because so mm-hmm. many people hated it. I can't explain why I like it. I don't know if it's the Anglophile in me. I don't know if it's the fact that I really enjoy Amelia Clark and she's charming as fuck in this movie. I don't know if, yes, I saw the, uh, the twist coming a mile away, but I didn't care because I think Henry Golding is also super charming in the movie. The, okay. the George Michael music works really well for me that they're using his music throughout the movie. Paul Feig directed this one who did like Bridesmaids and A Simple Favor and a bunch of other ones. Uh, and Emma Thompson co-wrote this one. And she's funny as uh, her Polish or Slovenian. I can't remember what the, I think Slovenian mom uh, they're living in, in London. And so just this, just combo of everything. And I just kind of, I just really loved it. And I, I can't explain it. I can't, some people like really, really hated it. But for me, it works. It's funny. It's charming. It's endearing. Michelle Yeoh is great as her boss. Mm-hmm. Um, and you really sympathize with what she's going through uh there, and you know her work uh, that she's doing as well and and where it all leads to uh the positive yeah. uh, changes that she's trying to do in her life and confronting the things that she's confronting and also help helping a homeless shelter out helping all these things that she's doing throughout the yeah. movie so for me it just kind of worked a thousand percent you know great yeah, yeah. yeah. What can i, I do? it just
1: I'm surprised because every movie of hers that I've seen I know hasn't been good I so I just assumed this was another one where. God bless her. I, I think she's great. Yeah. I've still seen, I don't know, three of her movies out of five where she's, you know, she's the lead type of thing. Maybe right. four out of six or something. Yeah. 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 I like her. I've given her a shot. It just the yeah, I didn't see that one. I don't know. It's it, every year. It's just like, okay, do I want to watch that? Or do I want to watch a Christmas Carol or yeah. Grinch
0: <laughs> right, or right.
1: Scrooge? Cause it's Christmas. And those
0: are my Christmas movies. Yeah, totally, man. So you got to crack that rotation. That's tough. Hmm that's a fair point it's a fair point uh then my number eight is uh bad santa
1: okay uh technically a slight pump but it's my okay. number seven that's
0: fine all right oh yeah do you want to talk about it? should we talk yeah. about it okay yeah. yeah so i mean this one by terry zweigoff uh with uh billy bob and uh and bernie Mac. Mm-hmm. Uh, i think uh yeah and um i forget the actor's name who plays his elf the that guy i've seen him in a million things yeah
1: he was he had a run for like four years
0: yeah, five yeah.
1: years where he was in tons of different TV shows and movies. Yep, yep. Uh,
0: um, but this one, right. what, and what's name? Lauren Graham is that her name? The the, the actress from? Oh, is that the girl that's in it? Yeah, it sounds uh, right. Gilmore Girls. I think it's from Gilmore Girls. Uh, anyway, yeah, I, I like this. I don't love it as much as other people love it. I my humor. That's how I feel. Yeah, right. My humor doesn't tend to go towards the angry uh, humor of the world necessarily. I mean, I, I like. I like a Laura Graham. It is Graham. Cool. I like an angry comic. Don't get me wrong uh, if they're very funny, but I don't necessarily go towards this kind of humor necessarily. And so Mm -hmm. as much as I did enjoy it and I thought the story with the, the, the overweight kid and everything he's trying to do to help the kid worked and with the mom and everything, it worked. Um, I just didn't, I don't love it as much as I would like to love it, but I still enjoyed the movie very much. Okay. Yeah, what about you?
1: Um, I did never see it until it started playing on Comedy Central on repeat. Mm. And it was right. on nonstop for a while, like even off season. Yeah. So I saw it the whole way through there. And I was like, oh, okay, I get it. Like, I've seen it enough times where in the past 20 years, it's made my list and I've watched it enough. And if it came up now, I would totally watch it again. Yeah. Uh, he's an unlikable character. And sometimes those are fun to watch. Yeah. It, it, I don't know. It works and it doesn't for me. I think that's how I feel about the movie as a whole overall. Yeah. There's stuff about it that I really like and stuff I'm like, meh.
0: Yeah. There's enough stuff to enjoy in the movie. Yeah. To keep you coming back and watch it over again.
1: Yeah. The, the old, no. you know, what do they bring to the table versus take away?
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: And it's like, ah, this, this to me is like a 65, 65 bring it, maybe pulling back a little 35 ish or
0: 70. <laughs>
1: yeah. I'm not saying it's a CD movie. I'm saying it's like, that's still good. Yeah. Yeah. But Rome by movie standards. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And it was nice to see Billy Bob use of his eccentricities that we know of him, Mm -hmm. so to speak, and dial that into a character. Not saying that he's an asshole in real life, but he can really, really play that well and with nuance.
0: Yeah.
1: A thousand Uh, percent agree with you. Yeah. Go watch him in Fargo. It's like there's another variation of an asshole. Uh, Friday Night Lights. That's a different version. That's not uh it's impressive to watch yeah i uh, i like billy bob yeah me too Seems like an interesting guy
0: yeah for sure uh what's your six then if we just did my eight you which is your six
1: seven. Six is arthur christmas do you ever <laughs> see that
0: <laughs> oh that's my
1: six i love arthur. I dude yeah it's just, you know it's a little Good. british animation tape yeah
0: yeah
1: um yeah, I liked it. I think if it was a um, American, it would have had a little bit more larger action sequences, because if you have this paramilitary force, it's going to get into some sort of, not scrape, but something almost happens. There's an explosion over here or some jazz yeah. like that. Uh, so it was intriguing to see that from the British, more reserved stiff upper lip <laughs> do that type of movie. I liked it. Great voice casting, McAvoy. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Broadbent. Yeah. Um,
0: um shit there's Hugh like two laurie. other Hugh laurie yes Hugh laurie, laurie. Yes. Hugh of laurie. Of steve um yeah yeah I, I i dude i i re-watched it for this oh yeah uh, episode yeah because i hadn't seen it in a few years and i was like okay let me see if i love it as, as much as i remember loving it and i just mm-hmm. was fucking in love with the movie man transfixed enjoyed it really liked it i mean it's it's at six but it's at six in a top 10 for me so it's like it's not bad that's not a negative so but i i i enjoy the ingenuity of it i mean that whole opening scene with the elves i mean that's just great that puts a smile on your face uh and then this familial stuff that happens with these multiple generations of cloud of clauses yeah. going back and forth about it like i thought that was a, a an innovative win way in and as you said earlier matt like we rarely see British Christmas films necessarily. No, Last Christmas well, is animated British or animated, right? Exactly. The, even more so, British animated Christmas. Yeah, films. exactly. It's like that's, that's fucking true. niche. Yeah, uh, but they but I think it's pretty inventive, and I love the animation. It's stylized in a certain way. It's clean. It's crisp. Uh, the S one looks awesome. The elves and the yeah. outfits look great, and the and the design of the characters, like Arthur being this kind of bumbly nice dude who answers the letters. What is he- yeah,
1: he's a, nice a younger kid. Yeah, yeah. Compared to like these just walking macho men and then older,
0: right? right. Versions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then you get grandpa, Chris, you get grandpa's claws and you got to dad claws and all of that that they get uh-huh. involved in, the sled and everything like that. And just very interesting characters. I enjoyed it.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. And the other dude was what, Big Brother?
0: Yeah, 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 Claws. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right.
1: Guy, all this the masculine type of toxic atmosphere. Right. Right. But not really. But at the same time, like he hasn't grown into that. He's still, you know, young and finding yeah. his way.
0: But and when it when it settles, you're like, yeah, the way it ended makes sense because of the adventure they go on. They kind of all had to kind of stake their claim. And then they had to realize who should really take the mantle of santa claus next and when it ends you're just like yeah this is the way it ended was really uh smart and you just enjoyed it for that too uh
1: mm. yeah maybe if i went back and rewatched it, i haven't seen it in a few years mm. so maybe yeah. it would cr- climb higher a little bit on my list i'm not sure mm,
0: maybe maybe
1: but that was my six what do you got
0: all right so then that's my six but my seven is uh the gym is another jim carrey one, the grinch that stole christmas is that what it's called? Okay. It's like, it's I, I, it could be. Yeah, uh, I like this one, man. I really do. Okay. I, I, I know the Cumberbatch one came out as well, but I like this one um, a lot. And I think because I enjoy Jim Carrey as a performer, and I think he really kills it here in and, and hearing about all the stuff he went through. I like Ron Howard as a director. I thought he does a good job with this. Jeffrey Tambor, Christine Baranski. Yeah, Oh, yeah. What's this? Peter Scolari's in this. Like So many people are in this. And, of course, the Cindy Lou Who, which I think is so Cindy Momsen, I think her name is. She became like a singer uh, yeah. or whatever. Uh, or Taylor yeah, Momsen.
1: It's, Taylor it's Taylor something like that. Right. Taylor, Taylor Momsen sounds yeah. about right. And
0: yeah,
1: dark eye shadow. Yeah, dark eyeshadow yeah
0: and all that.
1: <laughs> like fishnet tops type of pushing the boundaries of really, I was you know, a teenage actress type of yeah. I'm a rebel. But I'm a rebel now, yeah. she seems to be really trying to live it. Like when Mickey Rourke started boxing. <laughs> it's like, I'm a boxer now. I'm like, I think he believes that like i genuinely do uh whether or not he's any good i have no idea but
0: seems to care about what he does
1: he seems dialed in and focused i believe that he believes that yeah
0: right 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 right.
1: (laughs) what does it matter i guess at that point
0: oh man but no but i i like the 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 um i like the film i enjoy watching it it is one of my christmas staples Uh, I think Carrie does a really good job with the Grinch and the voiceover works for me as well. Um, And what he gets involved in and the hilarity plus the way he uses that gut, the way he uses that gut just becomes like a second type of character in the movie, even though it's attached to his body. Mm -hmm. He does such great physical work with it, but for me, top to bottom, it's, it's the fun film to watch and enjoy.
1: uh, I don't know because none of them come anywhere close to the original for me.
0: Oh, yeah, the Boris Karloff one. I don't yeah, yeah. like any of them.
1: No, 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 the, the animated Grinch.
0: Yeah, isn't that Boris Karloff? Oh, yeah, yeah was I
1: was thinking, anyway, yes, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. correct.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so it's like, mm, I'll take a million Christmas carols. I'll take one Grinch. I, <laughs> fair, fair. It's the only one I'm watching. I, I watched the Jim Carrey to watch yeah, it. Yeah, I know yeah. exactly everything that you're talking about, but the whole time I was just like, nope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of the two of us i would say if if you're 98% jim carrey fan i'm a 99%. i'm yeah, you know, fair. i'm not taking anything away from you but of the two of us i think i, I think i am a little bit more fervent about all okay. jc. yeah. you know. um given my ace ventura love and a few other things that you're not on board with although you do like cable guy.
0: so i, I like him i like ace ventura. i don't a dumb and dumber is the one that does. Uh, look i don't like ace ventura too. There's the
1: difference. Yeah, I think Ace Ventura 2 might be my favorite of the two. That's insane. That's I don't understand. Yeah, I know what you mean, but Ace Ventura 2 feels m- more like it's mine. That's true. That uh, is yours. That is yours. It is, because everybody else, and I love the first one, but the second one feels like it's my like the, the indie band that you like before everybody, that, that type of feeling. They're like, oh, dude, I, I've loved you for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, this isn't some bullshit. Uh, so it's always felt that's why it's got a better place in my heart. Dumb and Dumber is one of the funniest movies to me still.
0: Yeah, I know. People love those. Fucking,
1: you know, quote it all the time. Yeah. It's the best. I'll see-, no, huh? well, <laughs> see you later. I That's a, I say that. That's part of my life. It's been since I saw it.
0: I... <laughs> Did you like Bruce Almighty? I like Bruce Almighty. Yeah. The Mask? Uh,
1: I'm not as high on The Mask as others are.
0: There might be some discussion. There might be a debate here. There might be some debates about who is the bigger well, Look,
1: fan. I like Majestic. I like, I I I like Philip Majestic. Morris. Uh, you
0: know, I haven't seen that one, so I can't put that one in my list. I like me, myself, and Irene. Yeah? Yeah. We can do this all day. That this end, <laughs> that in like, the show. Yeah. I like this battle. Uh, I didn't like a series of unfortunate events. I didn't like
1: mm-hmm. that. Thought he was but, excellent.
0: But I thought I liked fun with Dick and Jane. I like yes, man. Wow.
1: Sure. Um,
0: I did not like poppers penguins. That might be all you.
1: Oh, I didn't see that shit. Yeah, He made that for his kids.
0: <laughs> he did flat out. All right. Fair. I love no though. Did you watch Sonic? Right. He was great in Sonic the Hedgehog. He was good. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, dude. He's so good in that. I it's tried old, to watch Detective cool, Pikachu. Jim hmm? I said I tried to
1: watch Detective Pikachu, but I couldn't get oh. into it. Yeah, it's not for me. I, there's so many inside baseball references to to Pokemon that I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So it's just like, oh, how cool is it that that character was in the background and it looked so real? But I don't know what that character is. I don't know the backstory of any of it. I get ten minutes in, I was like, eh, it's nothing against it. It's just you're making all these references that I'm never going to get.
0: I think that's why Sonic worked because they limited those references. I think they understood that a lot of people were going to come see it for Jim Carrey and maybe not necessarily played the game. So, but he's good, dude. It's 90s Jim Carrey in that movie. He is excellent. It's like watching Eddie and Dolomite. You're like, oh, that, that's why I love you. Yeah. Do perfect. that more. Yeah. Um, all right. Where are we at? You're Your five now? So my
1: five yeah. is uh, Joyo Noel.
0: Oh, I haven't seen that one. What is that one? Talk to me.
1: That's based around the true story during World War I and Trent's warfare.
0: Oh, They shit.
1: called a truce. Okay. For Christmas, because they heard one side singing, and the other side kind of started singing, and slowly right. they crossed into no man's land. They played soccer. Yes. And then their higher-ups got fucking pissed off at them that's what the movie is based about it's all these different storylines and characters and how they interact because you have to show both sides right then uh like on the german side there's there's some some singer that comes in type of thing but it really works um so it's just interesting of oh yeah you know that's such an interesting story from that very specific war where they broke down at one point to celebrate their humanity together yeah and then were forced by their superiors you know, less than twelve hours later they have to go back to firing at each other. Yeah. Um and you got I think uh Daniel Bruhl. Yeah. Like a young him hey, trying to I'd have to pull up the cast list.
0: Looks like Diane Kruger is in this one too. The, okay. One from uh Inglorious Bastards and uh National Treasure. The one I remember is um in a midnight clear or on a midnight, clear, yeah midnight clear with Ethan Hawke. Same thing. World war two. It's during Christmas. These okay. Germans and Americans, uh, are having, like have a ceasefire and they like end up having like end end up communicating with each other because they're on the ceasefire. Um, and then I think they have to then end up fighting each other after the ceasefire is over. And it's like the, the tragedy of that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's already going to get me just from the historical.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It's a story I've always known about World War One. uh, When I didn't know that much, you know, when I was younger, but I would heard that one, and it was so interesting to me. Yeah. Plus, I played. I think you know, I played soccer when I heard it. So I was like, oh, that's they're playing that too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like it's something to attach to. That's why the story stuck. Okay. Uh, I've heard it when you know I was young. Like oh, they broke down fighting and they played soccer and they celebrated Christmas and like, Oh, that's super interesting. So to see the movie of that, where to strip away and why are we fighting one? And why are strangers killing each other out in here? Like we have just as much in common as we have not. Right. Right. Does that seem enough worth kind of killing over and having that discussion, but putting a face to it, as opposed to the undefined, you know, whatever it is to you in the ether that you have to conjure up in your head. Right. Right. To motivate you to do this.
0: Uh, so, so Noel is in World nice pronunciation. War I. Is in. Oh, I hope I got that right. Yeah,
1: World War One. It's World trench warfare, warfare. Right. so they shut down because they're just a, positioned right there, and there's no man's land and all the bodies. Uh, well, I'm saying no man's land in general, or the dead yeah. horses, or whatever. It's yeah. like 1917 when they're running through. It could just be mud and shit, or shit. blown up bunkers, or it could be bodies type of. So they just went out in between that. And they're like. Hey man, how about not today? <laughs> you know, it's Christmas. It's fucking Christmas. Right, I, right, I could right. take let's take Christmas off. Let's be human for one fucking day.
0: Yeah. Uh how funny, man. I didn't I didn't know this one existed. I should definitely watch this one because I liked yeah. the nineties one that said World War II. So I, I, I forgot about that one.
1: You bringing it up. I saw that. I yeah. liked it. I don't think I'll ever go back to watch it again.
0: Yeah, yeah. Apparently, they made a a a opera based on this film called Silent Night. So, how interesting! Hmm. 2011. Um, yeah. Wow, fascinating. Okay, I I will put that on my list because I've never seen it. You know, and I both you and I both like it. It's it's interesting. If it was in
1: top 10 movies, Christmas movies of all time, well, it's not like any of the others, but because of its uniqueness, I put yeah. it on this one. It fit. I've seen it in the past 20 years. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So that was my five. What do you
0: got? Uh, Love Actually, which I'm sure you probably don't have.
1: Uh, that's your five?
0: That's my five. Yeah. That's my four. Oh, wow. All right. Hey, it's, cracked,
1: it's cracked the rotation. That's incredible. It's cracked the rotation. Oh, well, Matt it's close life. The wife loves it and i i don't i i, I really enjoy specific storylines in it others i'm like eh, i don't connect as much i love hugh grant but the prime minister storyline like i don't mm-hmm. i don't know that one doesn't work for me yeah. uh but the colin firth which shouldn't work somehow
0: does i know right it really does it's his charm and the, the most ridiculous actress. part of him yeah it really is it's like come on you guys didn't say two words to each other you fell in love like that yeah but like but like you know it's it's but very- i buy it yeah, I buy it, too. I like it, too. And I like the... It may be difficult to watch, and I know a lot of people criticize. And I get it. I get, like, people might be listening right now like, oh, that movie is so um, sexist or it has it's kind of misogynistic because it's all the dudes making things happen, like, you know, Andrew Lincoln wanting to persuade Kieran Knightley to... Like, expressing his love to her even though she just married his best friend. Um, Emma Thompson gets cheated on, yet she doesn't leave him. Uh, that dude goes yeah. to America to, to have sex with American women and comes that back. That part's terrible. The hottest girls, yeah. That part is terrible. But, but in between, there's the sweet story with the kid trying to, like, you know, kind of yeah. get a kiss from Samantha Mumba. I think that's the actress's name. And, um, and the I like the prime minister storyline mostly because I like Martina McCutcheon. But then there's that scene where his assistant calls her, yeah. Um, I don't care. I, fat or something or heavy or something which is terrible
1: or she agrees with her being called chubby or something yeah yeah something weird like, like that. she did maybe doesn't outright but she's just kind of like yeah
0: yeah
1: um uh it's got i, I like the bill Nye.
0: oh yeah that's great i like that one too yeah it's yeah, perfect yeah with his friend and
1: mm-hmm. ultimately like you are my family she's like yes yeah. yeah, that's the perfect arc for yeah. this movie the uh, friend trying to steal Kieran Knightley from Chihuahua. Andrew four.
0: Andrew Lincoln. That's Andrew Lincoln.
1: Yeah, yeah. from Walking Dead. Eh, yeah. I don't think it detracts necessarily, but I don't think it adds. Right,
0: right, right.
1: And I hate the part where they all stand up and play music. <laughs> I, I, it's kind of fun, but then they're all really bad at like miming the instrument that they're supposed to be playing, so it's farcical i thought it was supposed to be very real (laughs) that's fair yeah are they playing it over speaker and we they all know that i don't i don't know are they playing that shit the dude is singing it True. but about about the rest of this i have no idea
0: yeah Um, but anyway
1: so yeah it cracked rotation so if she wants to throw it on it's like yeah i'll watch love actually
0: I love it. I, and I think the opening and the ending are really sweet. Look, I, you can love a movie, even though it has flaws, we're allowed to fucking do that. And yeah. people, we can, you, I'm sure there are plenty who are listening who probably, if I went through their movie collection, I could find some flaws in their movie collection. I don't mean subjectively. I mean like some issues with the movies that you own. So it's like people come after love actually so hard. And I'm like, let me see your list of movies that you own. And let's see if any of those have some problematic issues. It's subjective. You know, so you can point out the flaws in a movie and still love it. I like the message of the movie at the end, which is about uh, love and about connection and about—I mean, just that's those scenes of those people coming off the plane. Those are authentic scenes, I think, of people coming off planes and hugging their family members. It's beautiful. This idea of connection, how important it is to connect. Yeah. With, you know, and they did a kind of a mini sequel, I think, as well. That was really sweet. So. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, it was like two years ago, I think. For I mean, Windows. what makes you?
1: I think land into good though is the alan rickman and emma Ooh. thompson storyline and the laura lenny
0: yes oh, laura from
1: Linney westwood where it just i'm sorry my father comes first type of like this yeah. is a christmas movie, but that is some people's christmas you're dealing with over the holidays like the layers that it has at times are excellent
0: yeah Man.
1: uh but because it's a christmas movie it's going to em- end up lighthearted more overall so you can't focus on right as much but god bless the british you know they're willing to get uncomfortable sometimes
0: yeah well, some, And one of the best scenes I've ever seen Emotional Acting scenes I've ever seen is Emma Thompson When she realizes that that necklace was For the girl he's cheating On her with mm. and she just Got a double CD of like Joni Mitchell Shit and she's sitting in that room like Fucking going through all the levels of This situation and Then the kids come around the corner and she's immediately like Hey yes let's do this uh, as a mom Must be sometimes and she plays It so well dude she's Incredible in that movie
1: uh, the, I'll say this one. This is my, why I like it. Liam Neeson ended up ending up with Claudia Schiffer at the end. It actually makes sense. Yeah. it's
0: all, all he endured, he, yeah, he gets Claudia. Yeah, Schiffer. it's not even gets. Just like you know what, the
1: light at the end of the tunnel was this <laughs> potentially amazing person, and, yeah. and you made a connection, and God bless you for it. Like, you've, yeah. it's such a. Why they do a little wink of maybe they do end up, you know, seeing one another. It's like, yeah, good for you. Right. He went through the ringer.
0: It's almost like the end of Oceans 13 when David Pamer hits the lottery at the end in the slots. And he's Mm -hmm. like, You went through all this shit just to get the lottery, you know. So uh more power to you. Um, all right. And uh so that's your four. Yep. So then my four is kiss, kiss, bang, bang. That's my number three. Oh, interesting. All right. Uh, you you take this one, man. I started love, actually. You go ahead.
1: Oh. Um, well, it was kind of, A, Shane Black establishing himself. B, the slow resurgence of Downey Jr. Yep. Which is, this movie didn't do exceptional at the box office, but it had such good word of mouth afterwards. It's like, he's still crushing it. Yeah. You know, I don't like these movies. And it was nice to see Val Kilmer in something again, mm-hmm. as both, you know, children of the 80s, you and I are. Yes. I uh, will always have a soft spot for Val Kilmer. Um, so all it just it's kind of the perfect marriage. It's an L.A. Uh, Christmas story, so you can still have the nice weather. You don't have to do all the snow. So from that different perspective, uh, it's a nice little private investigator bullshit. I mean, Downey Jr.'s opening acting <laughs> scene is next to none. In a movie that should be, like, it, it's the nice guys type of yeah. level.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And that scene would feel disjointed in any other, and it, he pulls it off so beautifully. It's If somebody came in and auditioned that well, I've sat in on enough auditions, you yeah. would be blown away. Mm-hmm. Dude, this guy is living it. <laughs> <laughs> so fully committed, man. Yes. this is some, This is Olivier. Eat your
0: fucking heart out. Uh, <laughs> this is amazing uh, I love the way he was like kind of casually looking at the script but he's like totally not gonna yeah. read what's on the
1: list he ends up at the party out over oh, the yeah. Hollywood Hills and just kind of like utter bullshit yeah. I'm utter bullshit <laughs> uh, yeah, hey, hey. Was just building a resume of that worth <sighs> yeah great in another movie
0: yeah And you realize that's the thing with Downey Jr. So it's fascinating when you look at his career, man, he, yes, Iron Man. Yes. You know, that's great stuff for the MCU. He hasn't done that well recently outside of the MCU with the reception people have to his movies, but there's, but throughout his time as an actor and and when he got in, of course, just before he got into all the addiction stuff. And then when he climbed out of it, like he was known for some really great performances as a side character or, 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 Unstoppable character like soap dish he's hilarious in soap dish less than zero he's really great in less than zero all these other films that he was involved in he was even a great dick in weird science uh, and then you get to like the addiction stuff and climbing out you're right this is the this is one of those films that like people started slowly taking a chance on him again mm-hmm. uh and he was great in in this and then moving on from what he did there uh into the mcu eventually you know it's just great to see him do the work that he does and that you're right, man. I mean that scene, and then like later on when he's got those uh, those moments with Michelle Monaghan, he yeah. is constantly like off center <laughs> like, of the whole film, and is brilliant. But he's
1: using different gears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like over and over and over again. I love it. You brought up the he his movies haven't done well outside of Iron yeah. Man, like as of late. But he's almost like a statesman of the movie
0: industry. Yes, he is part. agreed. Yeah, because Sherlock Holmes are great. Like I know you yeah. people. Throw those out there, but that's a fr- another franchise. It's the separate ones like The Judge or The Soloist, but, where he doesn't necessarily see.
1: He's sing. known in Hollywood as the guy that helped, you know, as much as Spielberg unlocked Blockbuster,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Downey Jr. is one of the people that helped unlock Franchise. Mm-hmm. And you're like, well, Franchise is pretty sweet, let's get into the franchise business,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: um, which is where everything's going. In essence, it's just a big, glorified subscription service,
0: <laughs> yeah pretty much
1: it is to go to the movies now i'm paying more for the subscription to the storyline and that's all it is yeah because i don't buy the toys or any of the choski stuff because that's how i stick it to disney
0: there you go man
1: yep Give it stand time. up to corporate greed anyway let's go to disneyland <laughs> <laughs>
0: so let's put, the, let's put the ears on
1: <laughs> stick
0: it to them i'm not buying those ears though i'll still go shove it up your ass with those ears all, all right, right. <laughs> there's some great lines in this movie too, man. I mean, the whole, like the, the, the writing in this movie is stellar, stellar, stellar. The back and forth between him and Kilmer. Oh my God. Just carries the whole movie. It really does. Like that, that shit about glove. What kind of glove Fawn. Get a fawn your uh, font gloves, you know, all of the back and forth. Sure. Him, just brilliant. Just brilliant. Um, all right. Anyway, uh, my three, that's my four. So are we up to my three now? I mm-hmm. guess, uh, is a putt from earlier. Klaus, Um, wow to three dude i love it i absolutely fucking love this movie man i can't i saw it last year and then saw it Mm. again about a week and a half ago on netflix and i just it has a magic for me that i cannot explain man it just there's something about the voiceover work there's something about their connection throughout and there's something about oh yeah are you okay
1: yeah i was gonna go oh, grab i was trying to without like hey
0: I'm oh yeah go go, go yeah go go yeah and, and it's it it just works for me on so many levels because of the interaction with the voiceover work and then the, the the animation is what really sells it to me the oh the animation style is so unique so interesting so different and works so well for the story they're trying to tell and yeah the, at the beginning you're like oh what is this a postman there's like there's like drill sergeants for postmen. Uh, and then when you find out what he symbolizes that he's this lazy, rich kid and he has, he's been sent out to this post by his dad and he's got to really kind of like show what he can do. And he does, he eventually figures out he's got to work even harder to make it work and bring these two families together, just the overall and then like the different pacing throughout, like the atmosphere around the town versus the atmosphere when he's with Klaus the difference in the balance and then how this all comes about and how the kids like fall in love with the legend and add to the legend because of these weird hijinks that ensues mm-hmm. uh, and the way it's shot the cinematography the the look of the shots throughout just yeah. just wins me over from top to bottom and the stuff with him and um uh oh. Uh, Rashida Jones's character, yeah, I buy all that. The school uh, teacher, yeah, the school teacher, yeah, I buy all of that from beginning to end, uh, and it just kind of works for me on on so many levels. So it's one, it's one I that has become one of my Christmas favorites now. Uh, this late in life,
1: my, okay. So you brought up the cinematography, the the mm. color palette, shot selection, stage, all of that. Yeah, yeah, second to none. Yeah, second to none. Um, and I love the the little girl that kept slowly staring straight yeah. in the fourth wall with the carrot yeah. and putting it in just over and over and over. And like all the small little characters, I, I didn't have as much emotional connection to, ah. because to me it felt like Emperor's new uh, Christmas instead of groove.
0: Oh, okay. All right. It realize. felt
1: like Jason Schwartzman was doing David Spade doing the postman. And I was like, I can't not see that mm. or listen to it. Yeah. So the end, him growing up and going on and later on, then getting to see Santa yeah. type of, I liked it. I, I, I wish it had that same, but I was so disconnected and like, man, this just feels like a couscous Christmas or couscous or whatever his name is.
0: Couscous.
1: Yeah. Couscous. Yeah. <laughs> couscous Christmas. Uh, okay. But I mean, great storyline with, Santa and he used to build this because him and his wife were going to have kids and then she passed away and he had made all these toys for his unborn children. You're like, oh man, that's the depth of it. Mm -hmm. I wish it had, but the cinematography is beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's cartoonish and yet still feels real.
0: Yeah. It's got a little bit of a Looney Tunes vibe to it, Yeah, um, but still enough, at least for me, still enough depth and emotional connection for it to affect me and move me in so many ways, dude. I mean, Lindley came over and she was like, what's wrong? I was like, you know, the movie, uh, uh, you know, it just was something that for me, it just, it it moves me for whatever reason. And I, I kind of connect to those strong, silent, I mean that, and then I'm not going to ruin it thing because some people might not have seen it, but that ending, when it comes and you, and you see what happens to Klaus, uh, that's where I lost it. That's where I lose it every time in that
1: movie. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't connected the same way you were.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, all right, let's uh you, so you see it. It's on Netflix, people. If you haven't seen it, it is a Netflix-produced yeah. film, so it will stay on Netflix. It's not going anywhere, so watch it. Um, all right, where we, uh, we're back to level. What's your yep. number two? Meduse
1: is the man who invented Christmas.
0: Oh, the um, the Christmas Andrew Christmas. Stevens one. I haven't the, seen this
1: one. No, the dance, isn't it oh, Dan Stevens. not Dan Stevens.
0: Yeah, yeah, Dan Stevens. Sorry, Dan Stevens. <laughs>
1: Stevens. Yeah, with Christopher Plummer. And oh, son of a gun! Yeah, uh, I can't believe I'm blanking on his name. He's the governor and Pirates of the Caribbean. You know what I mean? the The head bureaucrats of the overall official, the older. He played the Pope in the two popes that wasn't Anthony Hopkins.
0: Oh, Jonathan uh Yeah, thank you.
1: Yeah, all I needed was the start, and I was like, I fucking know this guy. He was on Game of Thrones. He's been in a million things. Who doesn't love Jonathan Jonathan, Price? Exactly. He plays his dad. Uh so Christmas Carol, like I said before, is my favorite of all the, and I'll watch any iteration of this. And this was the making of what mm-hmm. the characters from the story he plucks from the world around him. Sometimes it's a name, sometimes it's the likeness of this individual becomes and he interacts with them as he's writing the story. And I felt it was I read the reviews afterwards. I was actually lot like dialed in emotionally to this movie, and everybody else was like, Oh, you know somewhat liked it or these scenes were you know fun Mm -hmm. but overall didn't have the same magic and whatnot yeah perhaps i'm just such a big christmas carol fan that the idea of from the writer's perspective of living with scrooge Mm uh and i don't know it seems like a believable way that he he self-financed it which i didn't know
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah uh and put it out because he's had three flops before and just this he's struggling to get through and he borrowed against alone he already had to extend himself further and uh and then he manages to complete it get it all done and becomes an all-time classic and it's got such a good build and it mirrors so it's a variation uh it's kind of like marvel the what if yeah they're doing that to christmas carol and they're just flipping different perspective and it's the same story on some level
0: yeah yeah i haven't seen it i i thought it was one of those throwaway christmas movies so I, I guess can see where you think that. Yeah, yeah, just from the trailer or whatever. But, I mean, hearing you talk about it, this may be one that I add to maybe watch over the next it's few days. It's good stuff. But yeah, if you liked it, uh, you know, your, your opinion always carries weight with me, man. So, like, if you liked it, I, I, I think I'll, I'll give it a chance. Because uh, I thought it was going to be like a, you know, like one of those lifetime movies or one of those like kind of like, eh, and so he created Christmas. But if it's got a little more to it, then I'll be excited. Because I like Dan Stevens. Certainly like Christopher Plummer. So, I, I, I maybe this is going to be a, and it's a British film. So maybe this will be a fun one to kind of watch with Lily because she likes, uh, you know, she's into the British stuff. So um, that could be an interesting one to watch. Yeah. I mean, it's a period piece. Mm -hmm. So, and it's probably from a period that she
1: enjoys. Mm. What is it? So it's 1840s or 50s, I want to say. So what is that, Edwardian?
0: Sure. Or is that Victorian? Uh, Let's see. Let's see. Victorian era. Uh, I can't. Remember. It said is from eighteen thirty seven until her, Victoria's death in nineteen oh one.
1: Yeah, she had a long one. Okay, then it's during it's Victorian England. Okay.
0: Okay. It's from two
1: thousand seventeen. Okay. Uh, yeah, and Stevens can be hit and miss for me. I yeah, like him a lot in this. Right.
0: Yeah, eighteen forty three. So yeah, Victorian. All right.
1: Uh oh, you yeah. get a little bit of that, but it's more so about kind of interacting with the creation of Scrooge and where how he potentially could have come up with the inspiration for it. And uh Wow. Yeah. yeah I overall I think it's it's the perfect kind of uh Christmas movie because the stakes are you know exactly where this thing's gonna land. Uh huh. But at the same time, um maybe not fully for all the characters. Okay. I, I like the twist with uh twist is a strong word, but I like what they do with Scrooge at the end. Cause the, you know, it's a Christmas carol story. So you do something with Scrooge at
0: the right. end. Right. Well, uh, that may, Then that makes sense, you know, cause you've got such a strong connection to the Scrooge story, the Christmas carol, which we were talking about here throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't know he was playing Dickens. All right. I will watch this thing. This sounds like now it sounds very interesting to me. All right. I yeah. thought it was a story about a guy who wrote a novel about Christmas. I didn't know it was Dickens.
1: So yeah, um. yeah. It's all the Christmas sentiment, but there aren't wreaths and shit up because I guess at that point, Christmas wasn't celebrated. And this was one of the works, the cultural works that helped kind of solidify how we do Christmas to this day. Huh. Interesting. Okay. So the Christmas trees were just becoming the fashion of the time. And right Whatever, reading into it afterwards, I guess a lot of people, because they were shifting, it was the end of the Industrial Revolution, that the farm life was behind them and Christmas was a farm kind of festival and whether or not it would survive in the city. And this helped go, it's Christmas everywhere, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that going into it. So i picky? It's everywhere. They're, they're not trying to make some like historically, this is how historically significant. It's more right. so just following along as he tries to to write this book.
0: Yeah. All right. I'm down, I'm down, man, I'm down I like this idea um, Okay, so then my number two Is uh, The Night Before Okay Yeah, have you seen this one yet? Which one is that? The one with Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and okay. Anthony Mackie
1: I've seen 15-20 minutes of it, so I could oh. honestly put it on It just wasn't for
0: you No, I think it was on Yeah So I
1: started watching it, and then I got sucked away to go do something else
0: Oh, okay, okay
1: And I never watched it again
0: Fair enough, fair enough um, yeah, I love this one. This was this is yet another one that's become a, a Christmas staple for me now recently. It's one I watch uh, whenever it's Christmas time. Uh, it, I mean, Seth Rogen is hilarious throughout this movie. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. The Joseph Gordon-Levitt stuff is really interesting because it's exploring this idea of his fantastical relationship that he thought he had with Lizzie Kaplan, who plays his ex-girlfriend. It's like, well, what is this that you have to negotiate to figure out? if you guys even have a chance to come back together again, he thinks doing grandiose statements uh, uh, or is the way and it kind of blows up in his face. Okay. Uh, and then Anthony Mackey is dealing with the fact that he's a professional athlete who's, who's uh, using steroids to, to stay in the game. And so these three guys are friends who grew up with each other, I think in New York. And then, they've all come together for this Christmas and they haven't seen each other in a bit. And so it's like the old patterns are there, but then each of them tries to kind of like big time, the other two at separate times because they're uh, living their lives. You know, Joe scored Levitt doing his thing as a single man. Seth Rogen is a guy who's about to get married. And then Anthony Mackey is a professional athlete in the NFL. So it's like this idea of like, well, and then they go on this journey throughout the night Uh, trying to relive what they used to do on Christmas night together with all the drugs and the drinking and all that kind of celebrate. And Michael Shannon is in this thing uh, who as the drug dealer, which is hilarious. Uh, And throughout like what they experience uh, throughout the films, just, I think there's some, and many killings in it Do There's some great, great funny moments throughout the movie. And it has a really good message at the end too, that isn't a cop out, which I really liked. It didn't cop out. And I thought it would. So it kind of won points with me there. Okay.
1: All right. Maybe I'll give that one a chance again. I like all the the people that you mentioned.
0: Yeah. 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 yeah.
1: It's like it's a cast full of people I should have enjoyed. I just, I don't know. When I saw it on this and I was like, oh, yeah, I've seen 15 minutes of that. There was a couple of those Mm. that happened. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because Christmas, that's when this this channel has, or now going forward, this app has these streaming Mm. options type of. So if it's in the rotation over there, there's a chance that you would see it, but now you got to seek it out. So who the fuck knows?
0: <laughs> good point. Good. Point. Yeah. Um, all right. So then what's your number one, man? Or what's hey, our, is it our number one? I would hope.
1: I assume elf.
0: Yeah. Elf. Yeah. Of course. It has to be number
1: one. Yeah. That's a classic. It's just a, that's a classic. That'll, that will translate. Like maybe a few generations down the line, nobody watches it anymore, but if, I, did. I, think, I think the next generation will watch it. Good yep. shot at the generation after that. There'll just be so many others in between we'll see over the test of time because certain other, you know, I don't know. Miracle on 34th Street doesn't make my all time list now.
0: I I kind of have the same situation. Exactly.
1: So that's going to happen to a different generation. Is Elf going to continue? I don't know. Maybe. I think it's
0: one of those ones that will. I think it's got it's a shot. Like, it's like, uh, I think it's a, it's a one of, I think it's kind of not a, mm, it's not It's a Wonderful Life. That's a classic. But I think this one will endure for what? many, many years.
1: Yeah, but Elf can very well be a classic because Christmas has yeah. a different standard by which you would say classic.
0: Yeah, agreed, agreed.
1: Because to me, you know, Grinch, which was on TV first, is a classic.
0: Right, right.
1: That True. is part of my Christmas experience. Does that translate? No idea.
0: <laughs> or the Charlie Brown Christmas. That's a classic.
1: Yeah, that one to me is, is I recognize its classic status, but I, I don't watch it every year. Right, okay. I always wanted to like uh, Charlie Brown more than I did. Mm, cool because back. there were the specials on tv and because it was a strip in the newspaper and it's i don't know for some reason i wanted to like it more and i never really did i never had much connection to the characters i love snoopy okay. that's about it
0: snoopy's great that's
1: for sure. snoopy is great <laughs> i read the compendium books of like all the comic strips that you get at my, my library and yeah i tried man i really did i was like i want to like this but i loved all the snoopy storylines and everything else i was just like meh hmm
0: well, I think everyone's got that, right? And, and everyone's got like something that everybody seems to like, but you just don't get it. You just don't. Not that you don't get it, like you can't comprehend it. It's more like I don't get why you like it so much. It just doesn't work for me. Uh, we all got that. I mean, I, I tweeted about that the other day with "It's always sunny." I don't get why people love that show so much, but yeah, I think more that's power pretty, to you. Pretty brilliant. Yeah. See, some people absolutely yeah. love it.
1: Yeah. Uh, but I, at the same time, I even watched like the last three or four seasons.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
1: And it's they announced they're going for another. Like they'll be the four? longest running live action show at that point.
0: Yeah, four, dude, four. That's crazy.
1: Uh, yeah, m- maybe I'll check back in whenever they're like. I think we're ready to wrap it up and be like, I will potentially finish out. I watched a lot of theirs. There's some really excellent comedy in there. Like next That's level cool. excellent comedy in there.
0: All right, fair enough.
1: But if you don't like the characters, they're just assholes. That's so the thing. At the it's, end, it's of the gonna episode. grate on you.
0: Yeah, because I, I watched a few episodes. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about these people. Like, I just don't give a fuck about now,
1: them. Now, you got to start with them and see them grow.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yep. Yeah, there's yep. some interesting transformations for a lot of those characters. Anyway, that's neither here yeah. nor there. Elf, all time classic. What can you say?
0: Great film. Will Ferrell, one of the best films they've ever done. James Caan, John Fabro so many fun people involved in this one Zoe L before she blew up uh as a in the new girl and you know mm-hmm. uh, became a brunette um uh, but so many great things and uh, we covered it on the cinephile uh, oh shit yeah yeah we covered it on the cinephiles i'm not giving anything away cuz we just did it but uh yeah. it's it's good stuff so good stuff and i, I it, it still holds up dude it still makes me laugh it's still sweet as hell still endearing as hell and still charming as fuck throughout i'm
1: you know how I know it has a chance of translating is the Santa.
0: Oh, yeah. Santa!
1: Because <laughs> everybody, I think, can't connect to that type of emotion it's from a child. You right. just Visualize that, the mind being blown. I know him. <laughs> I know in the earnestness on yeah. Will Ferrell's face. There's very few people that I that could do that, and I believe it.
0: Yeah. Right, where uh, they where they can play, yeah, childlike wonder in an adult body throughout the whole movie, mm-hmm. and he endears you instead of irritates you. That's that's the difficult thing to do, and he he nails it. Yeah,
1: him with with Dinklage. Oh my god, that would be condescending and disgusting in other other hands. And he's just, right. just so little. He's just like he's an angry elf. He believes it. He's an
0: angry elf. Uh and, and the film is smart because they don't play him for the jokes. Like they don't play that scene yeah. to where he comes out on the losing and Dinklage does. He kicks the shit out of Farrell. It's not because
1: he's an idiot, it's because he's naive.
0: Right, right, exactly.
1: So you're not belittling him, it's just like you don't know how to act in this situation. You've always been able to call a dwarf, a dwarf, or an elf, an elf, and uh that's normal to you. That's not an insult. Why is that an insult? Right, right. I'm not trying to be rude. <laughs> he's not though that's you you believe (laughs) me that's why you like him so much it's like he's a good dude Jimmy (laughs) Conn just give him a chance you're an asshole
0: (laughs) well that's why Jovi falls for him so quickly because you know she's used to kind of pushing dudes away in New York I'm sure but he has such a like you said an earnestness to him and an honesty to him Mm -hmm. that she knows immediately like this guy is a different type of guy you know so
1: yeah uh yeah, I, I I assume most people would have figured Elf was going to be our number
0: absolutely. one. Absolutely, absolutely. All, All right. right, you want to type this bad boy up? Hell yeah. That was our separate lists. We're going to put together our official top 10 list of the uh, Christmas movies of the 21st century. Got the bongos ready. Warm it up a little bit. And shout out to 47Ts for this Hartford Whaler shirt. They had a nice Black Friday sale. I bought a bunch of old logo shirts. I've always wanted to buy some and uh, I ended up getting a couple of, or a few of them that were really cool. Um,
1: all right. What do you think of this? All right. Break it down. Elf at one. Yes. Kiss, kiss at two. Okay. Cause we had that three, four.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Love actually. Cause that's four five.
0: Okay. That's three.
1: All right. All right. <laughs> and uh, my number, what, what, what do we have of yours? Do we have your number two on there?
0: My number two is not on there right now, but my number okay. two is on my list the night before.
1: Okay. So it's the night before versus man who invented Christmas for next, or we go, I guess, Arthur Christmas.
0: No, no. I think we'd have to go between those two since those okay. are our twos. Uh, I could, oh, where does Klaus go? Cause my Klaus, Klaus is my three and that's your eight, right? That is my eight. So where does Klaus go there? You want to put that there? Yeah, I think that goes there. And then we we flip our twos. Do you got a coin? Or you even-
1: yeah, I got closet four. So five. So the, we're right back to where we were. Man who yeah. invented Christmas versus last night.
0: So I'm saying, do you have a coin? You want to flip this thing? Uh, Yeah, one sec. I got this. Well, while he's doing that, ladies and gentlemen, don't forget that we have a YouTube channel here. For those of you who are listening to us on the podcast feed, go and subscribe to the YouTube channel for the top 10 as well. We've become monetized, so we'll need those clicks and likes and comments and all of that to uh, help keep the show making some kind of money there on YouTube for sure. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it.
1: All right. I got a small little space just right in front because of the tree and all this shit. So no worries. going to do a little baby flip. Uh, call it in the air. Three, two, one, call it. It's all right. So number five is the
0: man who invented. Oh, oh. Son of a bitch! I should have known it. Should have known. And, uh, it, last night, uh, the night
1: before. Night before. That's right. All right, so then we have Arthur in common, Bad Santa. That's it, right? Yeah, yeah. All right, so. Arthur next? Yeah. All right, so what's your next highest?
0: Uh, I got my five. So we've got Elf on there the night before, Klaus, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang, Love Actually and Arthur Christmas are all on there. Uh-huh. Uh, then, yeah, I, I, my next one is my seven.
1: We have one left then.
0: Okay. Your seven? Yeah. Oh. The Grinch that Stole Christmas? All right. I think that's what it's called. God damn, I hope that's what no. it's called. Uh, awesome. All right. Let me see. I want to make sure I'm right here how the grinch stole christmas sorry how the grinch stole christmas let's let's let's, let's clarify that how the grinch stole christmas uh all right so are we ready yep all right let's do it the top 10 christmas movies of the 21st century yeah
1: at number 10 how the grinch stole christmas at number nine Uh, joyo is that how you said that Joyeux Noël? Joyeux Noël? I don't know how to pronounce French. <laughs> At number eight. Uh, Bad Santa. At number seven. Arthur Christmas. At number six. The Night Before. At number five. The Man Who Invented Christmas.
0: At number four. Klaus. At number three. Uh, Love Actually.
1: At number two. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang.
0: Our number one best Christmas movie of the 21st century is... Is Elf. Elf.
1: Um, and then we have uh, David Mitchell Baker's list.
0: Oh, yeah. Let's hear that.
1: And he says, uh, thanks, guys, for choosing my topic. I realized while I was making my list that there have been a load of great Christmas movies this century, both all-time classics and personal guilty pleasures. It was surprisingly hard narrowing it down to just 10. Wow. Good for you. 10 is uh, Let It Snow. Is that mm-hmm. the zombie one? Oh, maybe. Which one is the zombie? is that Cold... I don't remember. Nine is Arthur Christmas. Eight is Tangerine. I have not seen that.
0: Oh, Tangerine, yeah.
1: Seven is Feast of the Seven Fishes.
0: Okay. Never (laughs) even heard of that. Never heard of that either.
1: Six is Bad Santa. Okay. Five is Elf. All right, that seems... Five! Four is Better Watch Out. Okay. Don't know that one. Three is Klaus. Two is Happiest Season.
0: Okay, wow. Already, wow, okay.
1: And one is Carol.
0: Yeah, I haven't seen Carol. That's Me the either. one with uh, with um,
1: uh, what's her name, Australian actress. Uh,
0: yeah, Kate Blanchett. Cate Blanchett. And Rooney Mara. Yeah, I haven't seen that one.
1: Mm-hmm. I didn't Christmas. know it was Rooney Mara. Maybe it happens at Christmas time. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I have not seen it.
0: It's got to be about Christmas, you know. If it's it. a Christmas movie, yeah. Yeah, I was putting it out there.
1: It's, it's happiest season. Oh, that's the brand new one. Isn't it with Kristen yeah. uh, Stewart.
0: Yeah, Kristen Stewart. I like well, that I, movie, but I couldn't put you, it in my ten. I couldn't. Put I've it heard in
1: some weird reviews on that.
0: Yeah, it's like there's there's some good characters, but the decisions made by the script, you're like, that doesn't make sense to me. But okay, yeah. You know? I I don't.
1: I'd have to specifically look up. So this nice thing is it's slander, and I don't even know who it's about, so I I can't feel guilty. <laughs> All I know is someone else that's in it a lot. Oh, They said they shouldn't even focus on them. They should just focus on Kristen Stewart. That's how much I didn't like that other person. That was according to a friend of mine. And I was like, wow, really? Yeah. Was, yeah." She was that's- just so boring. And I'm like,
0: okay. wow. Okay. Wow. That's, that seems to be the predominant feeling is that. Really? A certain somebody who's in the film a lot is not the way it should have gone, that it should have been somebody else okay. who was in the film. So
1: that's an accurate. Yes.
0: I agree yeah. with that. And and the filmmakers pushed back. It's Clea Duvall It's an actress. She's in Veep and stuff. She pushed. She's pushed mm. back on it because I think this is her story.
1: She the Secret Service.
0: Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 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 So she, I think she pu- she's pushed back on this and kind of been shocked by people's reactions because I think this is her story. And so maybe if they're kind of making judgment about the relationship she's currently in, maybe I don't know. We'll see. I don't want to speak too far yeah. ahead of. But yeah. Well, I mean that.
1: By account, so I knew she was part of it, and they described mm-hmm. it. It's like but I was basically your character on Veep. So if this is autobiographical, does that mean that's how you are in real life to some yeah. degree?
0: Oh, Certainly, Kristen Stewart is channeling her version of Cladeable. That's for sure. When you watch oh, okay, it. It becomes very very clear. It becomes Interesting. Very clear. Yeah. Um, um, all right. Anyway, let's wrap it up here. Thank you all so much yes, for. Sir listening and watching uh if you're watching us on youtube or listening to us on on our podcast thank you thank you feed thank you very much for doing that here on the top 10 uh what do we got to tell them matt
1: if you're celebrating christmas out there stay safe it's a few days away we hope you have the merriest of christmas is i don't know what the uh timelines of the other holiday seasons are hanukkah's over at this point yes and i don't know what all the I don't know the other different ones, but if you're celebrating out there, enjoy your celebration. Enjoy what you can do this year. We're almost through it, guys. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. 2021 is gonna curb stomp 2020. We're all gonna be like, I can't believe we made it to the other side. We're almost there. Yeah.
0: Well, Claudia Shippers waiting for us. Right at the end there. Claudia God, Schiffer's
1: fingers crossed, playing. man. <laughs> fingers crossed. It's a beautiful way to put it. I'm excited.
0: That's <laughs> so all so my wife.
1: <laughs> don't tell my <laughs> don't tell my wife i mean i'm assuming you we're saying a claudia schiffer like uh situation
0: yeah situation is what i'm saying not actually claudia schiffer. but
1: i mean am i a hundred percent against a claudia schiffer like <laughs> situation i'd be lying if i said yes then i say she does not listen to
0: this show so it That's does true. not matter it's a figurative thing more than anything else.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, so enjoy your holiday season out there and we'll talk to you guys before the the you know new year is upon us. Mm. So uh, stay safe out there and um, if you'd like, you can follow me anywhere at Madnost and that's it for me.
0: Uh, uh, and go. Settle the Score, right? Your show Settle the Score? Yeah, Settle the Score.
1: Yeah. You hit me up there and you can see all the different stuff that I'm doing, but
0: absolutely uh yeah you can find me at the roca says on twitter and on instagram uh and of course all the other shows i'm doing and please if you don't mind coming on over over to my youtube channel youtube.com slash John Roca says come and see all the stuff we got going on there slowly marching towards 15,000 subscribers on the channel so you know step by step piece by piece would love it if you all would give it some of the content a chance and subscribe as well don't forget our YouTube channels I mentioned a few minutes ago I will mention it again the YouTube has I mean the the top 10 has a YouTube channel as well we are monetized now so we would love it if you go back and watch some of our shows or give them some views give some comments and likes and what have you uh, because all that stuff elevates the visibility of the of the YouTube channel Channel there and of course uh, puts us a, puts a little coin in our pockets as well uh, so we'd appreciate all that and if you want to be part of our patreon patreon.com slash the top 10 the number 10 there go and see all the multiple tiers so you can be involved in the next round or the next uh, uh, time we uh, stage. The golden ticket the golden tickets wrapping up really soon so uh you could be a part of the next time we do it if you sign up now on, and you can send in questions for topic thunder which we're doing every week as well uh I echo matt's sentiments please uh, be well take care of yourselves uh the holiday season is great for a lot of people but it's also tough for a lot of people so whatever side of the fence you're on i hope you find your way through it and you enjoy it and uh to make the best of it that you can and like matt says come out the other side the light is there Uh, and Claudia is waiting for all of us. Um, all right, that's it. We're out of here. Take care of yourselves. And we'll talk to you next time on the top 10.